Our esteemed guest today is Ed Johnson, hailing from the United Kingdom. Ed is a visionary entrepreneur and the CEO of Pushfar, which is a renowned mentoring platform. And he has etched his name in Forbes' prestigious 30 under 30 list within the social impact category. And with expertise and passion intersecting at mentoring and coaching, Ed's insights promise to be enlightening. And as we gear up for our discussion on the vibrant topic of entrepreneurship and the profound value of mentoring, brace yourselves for an exhilarating twist in the engaging conversation. Let us tickle the brain of Ed first. So Ed, get ready for a rapid fire round of random words. I'll mention a few and I would love to hear the first thing that comes to your mind in response without thinking much. So if you're ready, let's get started. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Yeah, here comes uh, my favorite uh, word, mentor. Potential. Invention. Creativity. Future. Exciting. Book. A single man. Movie. Tender is the night. Goal. Happiness. Dream. Happiness. <laughs> Name. Other than it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Rupert, my father. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Minty. Also potential. Wow. <laughs> and the last one is entrepreneur. Again, exciting. <laughs> Super. <laughs> Fabulous. And that was uh, very crisp. And thanks for participating so sportively. I really appreciate it. And uh, folks, welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series where we embark on transformative conversations for a better future. I'm your host, Navin Samala. Dedicated to making the world a better place through valuable discussions that add value not only to your life, but also to your career. Thank you so much for tuning in. Ed, hearty welcome to The Guiding Voice. I am thrilled to have you as a guest on my show. Thank you very much. It's wonderful to have the opportunity to uh, to talk to you and, and it's great to be here. <laughs> yeah, pleasure to have you and let's get started. Maybe we'll uh, embark on our topic. Okay, so can you share a personal story of how mentoring has impacted your own life or career <laughs> it's become my life and career if i'm honest um in in the business that i've created uh in the way it supported me i was uh looking for a mentor myself seven years ago i was probably slightly lost in my career i had had a career in digital and in technology i'd worked at some amazing companies the largest of which oracle massive technology company and um had a relatively successful career, I suppose, in 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 a little or or short period of time in from my late teens to my mid twenties, and um, was managing a team. I had a had a good opportunity to be a head of digital for a company, but then I was thinking, well, what's the next step in my career? I could either follow that career path in one company, or I could change between companies. But I knew I wanted to start a business as well. And ultimately, I knew I needed a mentor to support me or guide me on that. And um, I started to look at where you go to find a mentor. How mm. does one find a mentor? How does one go about connecting with those individuals? And realized that there weren't that many places where you could do that. Yeah. And realized that actually there was an opportunity to create something hopefully really powerful. And mm. I'd like to think that we're doing that. And um, Pushfar has become become the vehicle for that. And for the last six years um have been working as the co-founder and ceo of pushfar 
to build this network of mentors and mentees and and also to help organizations to run their own mentoring programs too so mentoring is is yeah my career my life i've spent my time doing it personally as well as for our clients and uh it's great to see so many people connecting as a result of that as, as indeed we are today because yeah. of connections being formed there Ab- absolutely my mentee connected uh, you with me <laughs> and uh, indeed uh, it's a, it's a great thing that you are doing and uh, definitely it is going to help millions of people across the globe and uh, my next question is around the compelling name pushfar right um, that mm-hmm. is so it, it's so obvious that somebody is trying to push you far beyond your limit that's my anticipation if i have understood it right right so i would like to understand like uh, what inspired you to do this like you said uh, you were looking for a platform and now you have already created one and how did you see the potential for a mentoring platform you know in order to make a difference Well I think it applies to everybody. I think everybody around the world can benefit from mentoring, both as a mentor and a mentee. I think everybody has the potential to be a mentor. We've all got our own experiences, we've all got knowledge that we build up that we can share with others, and that in itself is really exciting. I think both everybody's potential to be a mentor but also to benefit from having a mentor really makes it uh, accessible to everybody. And that's one thing that obviously the internet is great at doing is bringing people together from across the world. and mentoring seems to me to be the obvious way in which we can help everybody to go further in their career and with their potential which is why I used the word potential twice in that quick fire round um and uh you know being able to facilitate that is just a wonderful thing to be able to do that everybody can benefit from everybody can get involved in and uh, yeah that's really where the name came from pushfar to help people to go even further in their career to realize their potential um and it's a nice two syllable name and we were able to get pushfar.com as a domain so that mm-hmm. helped as well but uh yeah it's really just that accountability that potential and, and helping people to get to to that next level in their career mm awesome now um, i'm interested to understand your success mantra please share with our audience the top 3 things that have contributed to your own professional and personal success <laughs> Well, of course, the first one I'd have to mention is mentoring. Having a mentor in your life that that you can talk to about challenges, about um the goals that you've got, the objectives that you have, uh, and using a mentor to help you to remain accountable to those goals. So the idea being if you tell yourself you're going to do something, you might, uh and if you're driven and passionate enough, you probably will, but actually if you start telling your mentor about what you'd like to achieve and you get their advice and guidance to do that, you're far more likely to. So that mentoring, that accountability I think is the first thing. Um I think the second thing that's really important is uh just to focus on what you're doing yourself not comparing yourself with others i think that's particularly important in entrepreneurship i think it's really easy to start focusing on what competitors are doing or what other entrepreneurs do but actually what's really valuable is is focusing on your own goals your own objectives um and and not comparing them to others but comparing them to what you did yesterday and how you can go even further yourself um and the third thing bit of a cliche but as i've kind of gone through uh entrepreneurship or 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 gone through the process of starting pushfar is just to make sure you are focusing on the things that you enjoy doing um that you aren't getting tied into the things that that don't give you pleasure of course with every job even with running your own business there are things that we have to do that we don't particularly enjoy um 
but make sure your life doesn't become full of those things and make sure you're you're focusing on the things that you really want to be doing um or coming up with a plan to get to that position and to get to that place so if you're going through a period of difficulty or challenge or things that you're not enjoying as long as you're doing that with a reason behind it and you yeah. you know that you're on a trajectory on the right path then then that's that's important yeah. i can relate relate very well with point number 2 and especially point number 3 because uh, i started my podcasting journey about 3 uh, and a half years ago and still i get uh, comments from people like why are you doing this you haven't monetized yet my passion is driving this i am able to connect Perfect. with so many amazing entrepreneurs and leaders like you right without which i would have not reached here so i'm loving this <laughs> good well that's yeah keep doing it then it's you're doing a great job at it you've obviously got it really well planned and <laughs> and uh i can tell by the questions and the preparation that goes into it so there's definitely a passion and that's that's the number one reason yeah, absolutely <laughs> absolutely and and uh, it now i'm interested to understand your entrepreneurial journey really keen to know the key lessons that you have learned as an entrepreneur because you had a corporate career you have moved on to start your own venture and uh, probably is there anything that you wish you had known when you first started your entrepreneurial journey well i think i started my entrepreneurial journey when i was in my my early teens when i was still at school i was i was designing <laughs> websites for local businesses oh, i was wow. involved in other startups as well mm-hmm. and um i have had a lot of failures along the way but i've learned so much from them so what people see about the successes of pushfar Mm-hmm. um actually a lot of that has come from learnings from previous apps or businesses or ventures that I was either involved in or started myself so um i think the main thing is just to learn from those mistakes to bring them forward to the next the next venture and the next business you know starting a business isn't isn't easy there are going to there are going to be mistakes made there are going to be businesses that fail yeah. um i think 9 in 10 startups fail is is the mm. statistic so um don't give up learn from those mistakes and then bring it back to mentorship if you can learn from the mistakes that others have made then that's going to help you to accelerate more as well so always be keen to and open to learning mm-hmm. uh and to learning not just about the things that have gone well and how to do something but just as valuable as to learn how not to do something and yeah. whether that's from your own experiences or the experiences of a mentor that's really valuable mm-hmm. awesome no but i I'll, i'll share an instance of how the guiding voice has helped people like since um, i drive a lot of technology related conversations and also entrepreneurs i bring in on board um, certain coaches and all so often often i get some comments from my community members saying that hey you know that particular episode has helped me okay make a career decision and uh, right now i'm in a better shape than because before listening to that episode i didn't have that much of clarity and thank you for doing that so similarly when it comes to kushfar did you have any memorable success story from someone who has used your platform and experienced significant career growth as a result of course there are thousands of uh, people on the platform for sure uh, but is there anything that really stands out and which gave you that kick yes uh, i i did it <laughs> there are a few i think the main ones are probably um an individual who uh was being mentored to to get the sort of dream job that she wanted she was mm-hmm. able to connect with her mentor through the platform and they would otherwise never have connected they said that they were you know in completely different parts of the world 
they didn't really have what they perceived to be relevant experience to one another, which I think is always really interesting with mentoring, because actually, if you've got those soft skills, you don't need to be in the same industry, you don't need to be in the same location, you can still really mentor someone successfully. So I think that one was really powerful, because they actually said to me, if it wasn't for your platform, we would never have come across one another. And so that immediately... You know, I'm aware that that happens every day with the mentoring connections we make, but the fact that they'd said it was just the extra excitement level there, I suppose, for me or, or driver. But I think also the fact that actually 44% of the mentoring relationships on Pushfar are international, where the mentor and the mentee are in different countries. Mm. That's wonderful. That's great to see that happening. And um, that's partly come out from from the pandemic, I think, as well. People are more open to connecting internationally and globally. And so people are learning from cultures, they're learning from experiences, they're learning from ways in which industries differ from territory to territory. And there's a really exciting guidance from that, I suppose. Um, so that excites me, that, that global that global element to, to push for and to what we do. Absolutely. I, I, and uh, yeah, that uh, Stephen Robin is a great, right example, right? My mentee, I met him there. <laughs> Perfect. And we are like uh, thousands of miles apart and and, uh, and especially the diversity part, right? That is um, something, a unique thing and it is adding a lot of value to the platform. That's what I could say. And with that, let's talk about the mentors and mentees like in terms of let's assume if any of our audience members are considering to become a mentor or seeking a mentor themselves what qualities should they look for in a mentor mentee relationship i think the first thing is is going in with a mindset of openness and transparency mm -hmm. um, i think it's really important to build up that rapport with your mentor and mentee uh, mentor or mentee or potentially both um, and if you're holding back either knowledge if as a mentor you're not prepared to share the knowledge that you've built up with your mentee to the fullest extent then you're not on the right path you need to find someone who's really open transparent honest and uh, so I would say that's the first thing um, and a big part of mentoring is that confidentiality that feeling that you can talk about your goals your objectives the challenges you might be facing um, it's really important that you can tell your mentor about the mistakes you make or about the things that didn't quite go to plan. And if you don't have that rapport, that trust built up, then it's difficult to do that. So I think making sure that you've got a mindset of openness and, and honesty and transparency, but also not expecting that to happen straight away. Like building rapport does take time. So sometimes a mentor and a mentee will connect. They'll have an initial meeting, but they won't feel it's quite right. You know, don't expect it to be quite right straight away. You need to give it time. You need to get to know one another. You need to make sure you've got a proper introductory conversation going. So, yeah, open, transparent, honest conversation, making sure that you're setting the right expectations with one another, that you know what, what you're, as a mentee, what your goals and objectives are, or as a mentor, what you're able to bring to that, what your experience is, and then not expecting it to happen straight away. You know, it takes a bit of time to build up that rapport to get to know one another. So I think those are the main things I would I would recommend. The great thing about mentoring is that there's no hard and fast rules, though. There's no one way. So whilst we would start by recommending meeting once a month for an hour, yeah. if a mentor and a mentee want to meet twice a month for half an hour or they meet you know, once a quarter, mm. that's all fine. There are definitely recommendations, but there's no there's no one size fits all. So 
I think the great thing about mentoring is it can be flexible, it can be utilised in a fantastic way that works for both parties. So make sure it's working for you, making sure it's working for your mentor or mentee, and be honest and open about that as well. Yeah. You know, is it working for you both? Very mm. nice, sir. It uh, also reminds me about my relationship with my mentor. Uh, like she's a vice president at our it, it, at my organization, and we have very open conversation. And I can resonate with all the wonderful points that you have mentioned because uh, having a transparent communication, especially on things that did not work out, will help us in terms of uh, navigating a different path than what was planned earlier. Like it, we can steer towards a different route and make sure that we are aligned. I think, yeah, that's so powerful Definitely. advice. Now let's move on and talk about the future, uh, like future of the mentoring. So how do you envision the future of mentoring and what role do you see technology playing in it, especially the AI? <laughs> so I think the future of mentoring is only going to get bigger and, and, and better. Uh, and what I mean by bigger is I think more and more people will get involved in mentoring. We'll have a mentor or we'll be a mentor or we'll hopefully do both. So those who haven't yet realized its potential will be drawn to it more and more organizations and companies around the world are investing in mentoring which is fantastic and it's great to see that that's happening and there's the realization that it can have a huge impact on people so i think more and more people will will uh, get involved in mentoring uh, i mean the ultimate aim is everybody should get involved as a mentor and or a mentee i think where technology can continue to help uh, is uh, platforms like Pushfar, so getting more people involved in being a mentor or a mentee or both on a global scale. So as I say, at the moment, 44% of mentoring relationships are international, but I only see that increasing. I think more and more there will be a global push for mentoring and those different perspectives that individuals have. You mentioned diversity, you know, learning from each other's experiences, their perspectives. That's so valuable. Um, and I, I see that growing as well. Where AI is concerned, I'm I'm not sure entirely whether AI is going to have that much of an impact on mentoring. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is mentoring is so focused on people. And so even if you could get the same sort of advice from a machine or from chat GPT or any other AI tools out there, I think people value and respond well to uh, that human touch, that personal element that I don't think AI is going to replace. Uh, people will people will say I'm wrong on that. But at the end of the day, I think what what people respond to with mentoring is that, as I said earlier, that openness, that transparency, that honesty, those empathetic feelings and emotions that go with humanity and AI can't replace. I think what AI might be able to do uh, or should or already can do, but will hopefully get better at is helping people to match with the right mentor or mentee. But again, that's a contentious or a tricky subject because there are things like unconscious bias that can creep in with matching. So you'll end up matching people in the same location with the same industry with the same objectives. And one of the lovely things about mentors and mentees is they can be completely different. And those differences are just as valuable, if not more so. So We'll see whether AI is going to have an impact on that. But I think the future of the mentoring is definitely going to be bigger and better and more and more people getting involved. Um, yeah. Sure, sure. And it sounds good. And I think exciting times are ahead. 
and uh, uh, definitely yet, <laughs> yet we have had an incredible conversation so far and it's time to add some more excitement so get ready as we dive into a series of uh, intriguing rapid fire questions the second round to spice up the episode further so if you are ready let's get started again <laughs> all right here comes my first question uh, if you could have one gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it what would it say it would say get a mentor <laughs> and we we basically do that with advertising already but if we could have a billboard we'd we'd stick that on there as well <laughs> nice 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 and uh, what's one thing you're really bad at and that you wish you were better or good at i'm really bad at saying no and i don't i, I you know i think there's a there's a good and a bad to that but i think i'm really bad at saying no i want i want everybody to be happy but as a ceo and a, as a founder i have to say no sometimes uh, or quite a lot of the time you know i have i have a limited capacity i have a limited amount of time yeah. and uh, so yeah i'd like to be better at at saying no <laughs> but also i think that's one of my better qualities is hopefully the fact that i am polite and courteous and considerate I, I, you know so there's the <laughs> bad but there's the there's the positive you're, side you're very uh, approachable like uh, i i have met many ceos but uh, you have that charismatic leadership somehow you are so welcoming i am telling you very openly oh. <laughs> well it's very kind of you to say <laughs> thank you okay so ed can you describe yourself in just one word happy <laughs> <laughs> and what's your favorite thing about living in the 21st century the flexibility of it mm. um, i think we're so we're so fortunate to have so much flexibility in in where we work yeah in how we work in mm. what we work on you know people say that they're scared about ai taking over jobs but i yeah. see not i don't see that happening first and yeah. foremost but i also see you know if we look around at the jobs and the and the spectrum of jobs available to us now there have never been more available mm-hmm. uh you know roll back 100 years and you could kind of pick from 10 different industries uh roll back 200 years it would be more like five it would be kind of are you a farmer are you a fisherman you know are you are you a policeman that's sort of there was there was a limited number of jobs yeah. and a limited number of opportunities within those um now there's so much freedom there's so much flexibility yeah. um and i think that's great okay nice and uh, if you could have any superpower what would it be and why more time uh, because that's that's <laughs> that's that's the only thing really that that Yeah. you can't buy and you can't you know <laughs> I, i i don't i don't need to be able to to fly although i'd love to uh, i can get on an airplane to do that i think if i could have more time that would yeah. be the most important thing mm nice and here comes my last one the last bullet out of the rapid fire if uh, what is one electronic gadget or a fantasy gadget that you would like to invent or see yourself having said and they kind of already exist but i'd like them to be more accessible and having said that i don't need to fly i'd love a jetpack or something where i could just kind of go off and you know travel <laughs> um that'd be pretty cool i think <laughs> awesome awesome yeah <laughs> great and i thoroughly enjoyed the rapid fire round with that let's get back to the mainstream and here comes my last but one question like many aspiring entrepreneurs might be listening or watching this episode so what advice would you give to someone with a big idea but limited resources to start their own venture just start there are so many people who put off starting their business because 
they don't feel they have the resources or they don't feel they can. But actually, a lot of what you need to start the business comes from within. And it's it's a case of just starting. Mm. You know, map it out, plan it out, execute on it as much as you can, collaborate with other people. You know, there are so many things that you can do without the requirement of financial resource. I mean, I think there are some ventures where you're going to need quite a lot of resource. So building a rocket and going to the moon, but start collaborating with people, start planning out what what it's all about and, and just get started. Don't sit on that idea. Um, so I, I think that's the that's the first hmm. first thing I'd say, but also find a mentor, of hmm. course. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, just get started. So folks that are listening or watching, right? So don't wait for that big time, big day, or maybe you may you wanted to accumulate everything before getting started, but starting is the key. And thank you so much. Uh, it, that Absolutely. was really great advice. And uh, with that... And if, uh, I was just going to say one, one more thing on that. Absolutely. If you feel like you don't have the time to do something, get up earlier in the morning. There are so many people who I hear saying... Um, I don't have the time. And I remember when I was starting Pushfire, I had a full-time job. I was head of digital for another company. Mm. I would get up at 4.35 a.m. Yeah. and I would work three hours, five until eight. Uh, and, and and I'd get so much done. And yeah, sometimes I went to bed at 8 p.m. Sometimes yeah. I was in bed by 8, 8.30 p.m. Uh, because I knew I was getting up early the next morning. And yes, I maybe sacrificed some nights out with friends, but it got me to where I am. And you, you, we always have the time for the things that are important to us. Yeah. So just get started and you have got the time. Make sure you make the most of it. <laughs> and, and I totally echo with you. Like, because I also have a day job and this is my side hustle before I build my own business, right? So I burn the midnight oil. And typically I interview a lot of international speakers and I do that after my work hours, like 9 p.m. Yeah. onwards to 11.30 p.m. And sometimes I, I, I wake up early also, like 6, 6 a.m., yeah. I perform the interviews likewise and I'm sacrificing a lot of family time as well. So, yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Good stuff. So, yeah, and before I let you go, please uh, share with our audience how is your experience being hosted on The Guiding Voice and any improvements that has to be made. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I can't think of a single improvement. I really like the rapid fire. I, I think it's been a great for me. I mean, we're recording this on a Monday morning, my time at 8.30 a.m., <laughs> And it's a great start to the week. I've really thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm feeling more motivated just by talking to you, Naveen. So thank you so much. And uh, yeah, really, yeah, delighted to to have had the opportunity to to speak with you today. So thank yeah, you. Yeah. Same here. And even I felt energized. And on that note, I would also like to thank Stephen Robin once again for recommending me. Such a wonderful guest. Thank you so much, Ed. I really appreciate your time and all the wonderful insights that you have shared with our audience. Thank you very much. All right. So, friends, that was our episode with Ed Johnson. And before we jump into the fun trivia section, we have a quick request. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast because subscribing keeps you updated on new episodes. Also, if you have enjoyed this conversation and found the episode useful, request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who would also like the guiding voice. And uh, please spread the knowledge and help others grow like you because your support means a lot and it helps us create more content for you and our community. Let us learn together on this journey. And now let's uh, hop into the trivia segment. We had a very great conversation about uh, 
mentoring and i thought i will extend a few more facts related to mentoring and one of the popular concepts is reverse mentoring some mentoring platforms promote reverse mentoring as well wherein younger or less experienced individuals mentor older or more experienced counterparts and sharing insights on topics like technology and social media and next one is about ai and chatbots like emerging technologies like artificial intelligence and also chatbots are being integrated into mentoring platforms to provide instant answers to common questions and assist with mentoring coordination but overall this particular domain seems to be quite interesting and i'm sure a lot of developments are going to happen and as ed mentioned i think more and more people will start seeing the value of mentoring and find a mentor for themselves or become a mentee or they also might become a mentor so on that note i would love to hear from you in terms of how your mentoring journey has been if you have already been a mentor how did you help your mentee or the other way around if you have been a mentee how did your mentor help you so i would love to uh, go through your comments if you are watching this on youtube please comment there or if you are listening to this uh, on a audio platform like spotify or uh, apple podcast please share your comments through email or through social media and i would love to review them so that's it for today's episode and thank you so much for tuning in and also for being part of our awesome community we would love to hear from you and do not hesitate to share your ideas and feedback through our social media or our email the guiding voice for you at gmail.com and remember Let's create content that resonates with you. I'm your host Navin Samala, a lifelong learner, a lifelong learner, and my goal is to have impactful conversations that improve not only your life but also your career. So stay connected as we journey together. And until next time, take care, stay inspired. Remember, the future holds great things because the best is yet to come. So, folks, goodbye for now. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest. Bye.